Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You all are the best, the best audience, uh, really, in the business here. Maybe the best audience anywhere. Entertainment, baseball, football, professional sports. I'm not messing with you. Um, you're the best. I, I put out a Facebook post yesterday about what I discussed on the show, this little uh, medical issue we're dealing with. And it was the number one Facebook post in America because of you. Um, so thank you for all your amazing emails. Your personal stories are very touching. A lot of you have dealt with these types of things. Yesterday, in case you missed the show, I discussed this lump in my neck. Uh, we don't know what it is yet, so I'm not uh, getting too panicky about it. I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful. Either way, the show goes on. We'll know more tomorrow. Uh, when I'm headed up to New York, we'll do that biopsy. So, But thank you to everyone. I mean, everyone from the people at Fox to the people at Westwood One who I work with, to our listeners, to friends of listeners, to neighbors, um, to the doctors involved, you all are really great. I cannot start the show without a, a sincere word of deep gratitude to Joe, Drew, Paula, the doggy as well, who has uh, actually caused a bit of a ruckus this morning, but you all are really great. All right, let me get to it. We got a lot to get to. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Our online uh, listeners, they secure their online activity. They don't let people spy on them. They get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Secure your online activity today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Well, Dan, the show must go on. Must and go, go on. on it will. No matter what. There we are. <laughs> yes, it will. So, yeah, I'm doing a biopsy tomorrow, so I'll stick a needle in my neck. Reminds me of how we opened up yesterday with the line from old school. <laughs> when he shoots himself, and like, you got a dart in your neck. So tomorrow, uh, we will. You got to laugh about this stuff. What else you am do, I going to do, right? Just got to deal do. with it. You've all got your own. Everybody's got their own struggles. Now we got one in front of us. Yeah. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me just tease the show for you a little bit. So the misinformation campaign over the the uh, tragic death of Breonna Taylor is is ramping up. Uh, mm. You've been told things that just factually are incorrect. But mm. the first story I want to lead off with today is the tech tyrants, how they're, yes, the tech tyrants, you know who mm. they are, Google, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, how they're working with the Democrats to make sure they can do whatever they can to interfere in the election. Don't yeah. go anywhere. All right. Today's show brought to you by Teeter. I can't say enough about the next sponsor. The Teeter Inversion Table. I use this all the time. With a Teeter Inversion Table, you use gravity in your own body weight to decompress your spine and relieve pressure on your discs, surrounding nerves, and for me, my shoulders and hips too, which are really arthritic. I just found out my neck is a mess too, so that'll help. Decompressing on a Teeter Inversion Table for a few minutes a day is a great addition to anyone's daily routine to maintain that healthy spine and active lifestyle without all the pain. If you have back pain, even if you don't, you need a Teeter. Invert every day. Keep your back pain and joints feeling great. I feel like a new man when I get off it. I use it twice a day before the show. After the show makes me feel great. It's good for my shoulders, like I said, too. Not just my back. Some products I use regularly. Some I don't. This one, I love. I use it twice a day. I get kind of a teeter high when I get off it. I feel a little bit uh, a little more awake and alive. I've done my homework. It's the best inversion table on the market. Three million people put their trust in Teeter. They're the best known name in inversion table since 1981. For a limited time, you can get Teeter's new upgraded model of the inversion table, the Teeter Fitspine. With bonus accessories, stretch max handles, and an easy reach ankle system, plus a free inversion program mat for the ultimate inversion experience. Teeter inversion tables have thousands of reviews on Amazon. They're rated at 4.9 stars. And with this deal, you'll get $150 off when you go to teeter.com slash Dan. You'll also get free shipping, free returns, and a 60-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk for you to try it out. Remember, you can only get the new Teeter Fit Spine Inversion Table plus the free inversion program mat by going to teeter, T-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
We have committed in Parler, which is an alternative to Twitter and Facebook, which has been growing rapidly, by the way. We have committed to free election idea exchange during the coverage and letting you post. Here's a shocker, Joe. What you want around oh. and after the election. Elizabeth. Shocker. Oh. St- I, I know. Joe's disgusted. Oh, yeah. He's disgusted <laughs> by that. Part, you got to post what you want. We need to go back to the Twitter model where we just delete Twitter uh, posts about conservative content, President Trump, and we let the liberals post whatever they want. We're not doing yeah. that. Newsweek <laughs> covered this the other day, and I want to get into this great article by Julie Kelly at American Greatness, where she walks through exactly how the tech tyrants are working with the Democrats to screw you over. Newsweek covered this the other day. Jason Murdoch. Right, I love how they put this. Right wing, what are you doing? Trying to hide my face there? Right wing social network, part right wing. I love it. We're not right wing, ladies and gentlemen. We're just a social network. It doesn't discriminate. Right wing social network parlor is trashing Zuckerberg. You're right. For 2020 election information blackout. You're darn right we are. Here's what they're doing, folks. Let me give you a little background first. Facebook and Twitter are now committed. They're hiding behind this. We're not going to let any uh, let any one of the candidates predict the election outcome before the results are certified. You what? You're not, you're going to do what? So just to be clear, if team Trump has a team on the ground in Florida that determines based on exit polling, absentee count, same day count that they're ahead in an insurmountable lead and puts out a tweet or a, or a fake book post saying, Hey, thank you, Florida, for your support. We feel like we've won Florida fake book or Twitter are going to delete that. That's exactly what they're saying. If that sounds insane to you, that's because it is. Now, one of my co-investors in Parler, a terrific guy by the name of Jeff Warnick, had a little quote in this Newsweek piece. Well, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. He says, quote, that's a recipe for instability, conflict, even violence. (laughs) He's darn right. We at Parler have no influence over election strategies, nor can we predict the future. Amen, Brother Jeff. What we do know is there will be a tremendous information deficit when Facebook, Facebook, I'm throwing Facebook in there. When Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter fire up their content curation machines to halt the free flow of information. Sign up now. Again, I am an investor there, but this is part of an actual story. This is not a paid spot. This is part of the news. There are alternatives. Rumble as well, which I'm an investor in, an alternative to ScrewTube. Now, there is a terrific must-read piece. We don't have a lot of must-reads, maybe two or three a week. There's a must-read. By the great Julie Kelly, I've been using her work often. She has a good book out, too, called Disloyal Opposition, um, about all the fake conservative never-Trumpers out there, dreaded air quotes, make their first appearance in the show. American Greatness, available in the Dan Bongino show notes today. How do you get the show notes? You go to bongino.com slash newsletter and just click subscribe to the show notes. The newsletter are the show notes. I'll give you these articles every day. American greatness, Julie Kelly, Silicon Valley and Team Biden are colluding to rig the 2020 election. Big tech censorship has nothing to do with accuracy or fairness. You're darn right it doesn't. What does it have to do with? Come on, you can figure it out. Has to do with giving Joe Biden an edge. Why? If we thought any of that through to the liberals out there? Because who is absolutely decimating Joe Biden on Facebook? Twitter, YouTube, who's destroying him? Oh yeah, Donald Trump, his opponent. And when I say destroying him, I'm basing that on facts, not my opinion. The reach of their accounts, the followers, they're not the same thing. You can, like my Facebook page, which was had the number one post in the country yesterday, I don't even have a lot of followers, relatively speaking. I have 1.5 million. They said, it sounds like a lot. It's not. We're not even in the top 20 in the country. Not even in the top 200 Facebook pages. Followers, ladies and gentlemen, mean almost nothing. Reach is everything. I'll give you a quick example. Why? And it's using my page, but explains why they're so afraid of Donald Trump on Facebook after the election saying, hey, we won. This is great. You can have 1.5 million followers who are loyal to the core like my audience is. We love you for it. Believe me, literally love you. Not like hyperbolically. You are the best. Talk about you all the time. And if 90% of those followers followers share all your content, that's like 1.3, 1.4 million people every day saying, hey, check this out. 
to millions of others that share it again. But let's say you have 30 million followers. You bought them or whatever it may be. You're just good at advertising. But your content stinks. And only a 30th of those people share it, which would be a million. My page with about 125th of the following has a greater reach than yours because your people don't like your stuff. Right. Donald Trump's following is ridiculous. He has the deuce, Joe. He has one of the biggest followings, if not the biggest, and all of his people are super passionate. That's why Fakebook is saying, we're not going to allow him to declare victory, even if he won. Waiting for the certification. When did we do that? Joe, you've only mm. been involved in election coverage on conservative radio for what? Well, seriously, what, 30 years? Uh, years and years. How yeah. many elections between local, federal, and midterms? Joe has probably been through on conservative radio. I'm not kidding. Close to 150 elections. Uh, right? Right. Uh, yeah. That's for probably those, not an exaggeration. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. On election night, Joe, on the radio, doesn't everybody make a prediction? I'm, I'm just throwing does. that out That's there. what you tune in for. Thank Stupid you. Stupid predictions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Or else, what? that's why people watch. Or right. else they just wait weeks for the certified results to right. come in. Everybody wants to know the predictions based on the data. Fake books not allowing that for one reason and one reason only. Donald Trump has the following, and he has the reach to mm. shut Joe Biden out if their team's convinced they win. End of story. Come on, man. Julie Kelly. Come on, come on, man. Come on, man. Joe, but come on. Come on That's man. exactly what he's saying <laughs> in a fake book. <laughs> Julie Kelly is all over this. Let's go to screenshot number one for her terrific piece. Here's the Hillary dog whistle. Here it is, Joe. I can't whistle. Joe's a good whistler, not me. There's my dog whistle. You That's the best it. whistle yeah. I can do. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm not a good whistle. My whistling's terrible. I never learned that skill as a as a kid, for a number of reasons. I don't, I'll leave those for another day. Usually taught that, but I said, no one taught me how to whistle. So here's the Hillary dog whistle to the media. What's a dog whistle? It's a hint, a nod, a wink. Here, media, we need you to, we need you to advance this false narrative. Quote Hillary Clinton from uh, Julie Kelly's piece. We can have democracy, or we can have social networks that allow the spread of weaponized disinformation about our elections. Oh, oh, really? Clinton tweeted on September 16th. She goes on. But we can't have both. Facebook, Twitter, and Google can and must, must, Joe, act before the damage is done. Dog whistle. Oh, man. Doggy. You say. Wait, we got the dog. Lucy, come on over. Make an appearance on the show. Look at the dog whistle. She doesn't respond. It's actually a bad dog whistle because the dog doesn't respond. She's sitting there. She's laying down on her belly. She goes. She looks up at me. She has to. Lucy is a very non-active dog. She has to rest. She's resting because she had a busy morning of resting. She's taking a break from her rest cycle of busy rest. <laughs> My dog whistle is work. Trust me when I tell you, Hillary's dog whistle to the media is absolutely working. We need to stop the spread of right-wing weaponized disinformation. Like what? Election results and predictions we've only done for the last hundred years through uh, media mediums, radio, TV, digital, online, like, like that stuff. Notice how she doesn't make any effort to stop the leftist disinformation campaign, like the collusion hoax she promoted. She's not concerned about that. That No, no, that disinformation's good, fake book. Let that go. Don't take down the accounts of the media people who told you uh, Vladimir Putin was getting uh, from Donald Trump. Don't take that down. Just take down the right-wing stuff if they dare say Trump won the election. That's the Hillary dog whistle. And of course, because these companies are populated with leftist lunatics from Silicon Valley, what happens? They hear Hillary's dog whistle. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're in the corner cringing in fear. We can't upset Queen Hillary. She lost the last election, didn't we? Doesn't matter. Rock on, Queen Hillary, rock on. So tell me again how the Democrats aren't winking and nodding to the Silicon Valley tech tyrants to do what they're doing, and then they're doing it. Peace goes on. I know I say I rarely use four screenshots, but this is a good piece, like a really good piece. It's really worth your time. We've used them two days in a row, so it can't be that rare. But check this out. Oh, here we go, making their appearance again. The Transition Integrity Project and Protect the Results, two groups associated with leftist big money people 
and left this big money people associated with our friend George Soros, one group at least, Transition Integrity Project. These are the two groups calling for chaos after the election, by the way. One tip specifically calling for a street fight. Quote, Julie Kelly's piece. So big tech, unpunished and undeterred, is working with subversive groups such as the Transition Integrity Project and protect the results. Misnomers, to say the least. To purge their platforms of any content that calls out their tactics, particularly any post that questions the legality of vote by mail. This is unbelievable. This is incredible. Democrats plan to extend Election Day into January under the guise of counting every vote. Oh, that sounds so nice. Until they collect enough ballots to declare Biden the winner. I keep telling you this is the plan. You've been warned. While the process drags on, social media and internet providers will aid that effort by rigging content in the Democrats' favor. Their complicity is already underway. Folks, again, I hate to keep coming back to this. I, I just can't stand having to repeat a story. I will only do it if I feel it is of grave importance to you. You understand their battle, pl their battle plan now? Dog whistles to tech. You will do what we say. That's what Hillary did. It's as simple as that. You'll pull down conservative content after the election, leave left-wing content up. Of course, they comply. Then you have these transition integrity project and protect the results, nonsensically named groups, by the way. They have the exact opposite intention of integrity or protecting anything. Pollute the results should be their real name. And they plan on censoring conservatives just long enough to create enough political pressure after the election if Trump won to, quote, count every vote, which means, Joe, find more votes. Right. Until Joe Biden is declared a winner, kind of the Ellen Sauerbrey uh, election in Baltimore. Joe remembers well yeah. when Ellen Sauerbrey, a Republican, won the governorship in uh in uh maryland yeah. and a couple of days later they had to go to baltimore city and joe shocker they found new votes I'll it was amazing yeah it was I'll, amazing she was remember, really I'll surprised at that yeah i'll be sure. a monkey's uncle <laughs> yeah they yeah, right then they called then of course what did they do they insulted her for challenging they called her ellen yeah. sour grapes yes, exactly, for saying Daniel. hey that's kind of weird i won that election a few days ago and you found new votes weird you understand the contours of their plot now Use your Democrat rainmakers, public profile people, the blue checkmark brigade led by Queen Hillary. Pressure the tech tyrants who don't even need pressure. They're all liberal lunatics anyway. To censor conservative content after the election. So the only content you're seeing and hearing in the tech tyrants platform is content that says, hey, it really looks like Joe Biden won this race in Florida, despite the fact that he doesn't actually have the votes to win in Florida. I thought that's how we did things. No, no, no. We're this new. We're counting the votes. Dreaded air quotes twice now. We're counting the votes in Florida. That's weird because it's two weeks after election day. Meanwhile, the Republican posts, Donald Trump's other saying, hey, folks, this is really weird. This counting the votes isn't actually counting the votes. This looks like they're finding new votes that were not eligible because they were sent in after election day. No, no, you got to take that down. You got to you got to take that down. Get ready. Weird how the Transition Integrity Project is involved in all this pressure, too. The ones calling for a street fight after the election. Tech fight, street fight. Sounds like they're like colluding, don't you? Don't you, don't you aren't you getting that? Colluding with the de Democrats? This piece goes on. There's another group out there. Here's a new one. I told you about Protect the Results and the Transition Integrity Project and their big liberal donor money and their connections to our pal Soros. Here's another one that makes its appearance. This group, Joe, <laughs> you got to love their names. The, they should call it the God Project, the Loyal to the Almighty Lord Project. We love Americans through and through project. Their names are hilarious. Protect the results, which should really be called Pollute the Results, and the Transition Integrity Project, which should be called the Transition Street Fight Project. Here's another one called Accountable Tech, which really means unaccountable tech. <laughs> He quote Julie Kelly, just to make sure Silicon Valley submits to their demands, a group called Accountable Tech, headed by shocker here, Joe, two Clinton loyalists, is demanding Twitter, Facebook, and Google scrub any content that might impede the Democrat Party's disinformation campaign, both before and after the election. The group released a roadmap for social media giants to heed. They better heed it. I mean, they're liberals. They work for these people practically. 
It's a sliding scale of penalties, including permanent deplatforming that would apply to accounts daring to run afoul of their speech silencing, basically post-election rules. Accountable Tech is going hard after Zuckerberg at Fakebook in a July letter to Fakebook's oversight board. Several groups aligned with Accountable Tech accused the company of actively facilitating voter suppression, magnifying rampant election disinformation, and seeding hate. They always do that, don't they? The drama, the hyperbole. And of course, Silicon Tech Titans populated with liberal radical lunatics in their boardrooms and everywhere else fold like a cheap suit. Why? Because they want to. They don't have the guts to stand up and say what we did at Parler in the beginning. That's why I opened up that way. And that's just because I'm an investor there to say, hey, I got this crazy idea. Like we're just going to let people speak after the election and let other smart people figure it out. Crazy idea. I know. Now here's Google jumping in too. Last piece, uh, last screenshot from Julie Kelly's piece. Google jumping in there. Google never wants to be another bunch of left-wing lunatics there. Google too's getting in on the act. The world's most popular search engine won't even auto-complete searches by users looking for information on what the company calls misleading content. You know what auto-complete is? If you put in Dan B-O-N and it fills in the Gino, if you're a popular search. This includes any inquiry that involves claims about one of the candidates, how to cast a ballot, or the overall legitimacy of the electoral process. Google will remove any featured results or advertisements that prematurely declare a winner in any race. You believe this? Ladies and gentlemen, if there was ever a time, if it wasn't copyrighted, the Soviet Union national anthem, I'm telling you, we would play it. This is the Soviet Union we live in right now. If you type into Google, you know, like I explained the autocomplete, did Trump win the, what's it going to say? Belmont Stakes? Did Trump win the Kentucky Derby? Did Trump win the 1996 World Series? It won't even let you autocomplete. Did Trump win the election? This is like, I know Nikolai Volkov from the old WWE, WWF, wasn't actually Russian. I think he was Croatian, but it reminds me of Nikolai Volkov, the old character, coming in with the big Russian hat, the Russian flag waving. That's Twitter, led by Nikolai Volkov, coming into the ring. Twitter and Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, led by Nikolai Volkov. This is the, the hammer and sickle flag. This is really happening in America. This is really happening right now. We have tech tyrants telling you you were too stupid to parse through election information like we have on media channels for 50, 60 years on television and other platforms. People choose to watch CNN if you want the election to break one way. It's simple as that. Their prognosticators aren't going to do anything to help Trump. You want to watch Fox? You'll get actual honest coverage where they give you both liberals and conservatives. You want lunatics? Go to MSNBC. Biden be down 65 million votes in the country. And I'll be like, I think he's still got a shot. He's still got a shot. I don't know. Aliens could pop and they may have registered lab. You know, we don't know. I'm not talking about aliens like illegal. I mean, like aliens like uh, Tim Burton, that Mars movie. They pop in with a little glass helmet. Can we register to vote? Sure you can. It's a, it, don't worry. The election in New York City, you're like 12, you're allowed to vote. But they're telling you you're too stupid to figure that out. Because that's what tech tyrants do. We're not doing that at Parler. Download the app, but we appreciate it. And uh, follow us where you can speak freely. Crazy, I know. Crazy idea. And Rumble, where I'm sure YouTube will censor this video as well. Weird how YouTube stopped censoring my videos, by the way, after I joined Rumble. Crazy, right? Yeah, that's weird. Weird how that happens. Yeah. Always, Joe. Everything's weird on the show. Yeah. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. One of our favorites here, Paula, Joe, and I. Drew, too, now. Uh, has a Vincero. This is a Vincero watch. This is the altitude with the black band you can see and the blue face. I've also, you see this one making an appearance on my show. I did my personal fave, blue face and the uh, brown leather band. Listen, can I say these are some badass looking watches? They just are. I get a lot of compliments on them. People ask me all the time. It's Vincero. I've been wearing this watch for a year. It still feels great. Vincero is dedicated to the craft. They put their time and effort into creating really good looking timepieces that are just BA, man. Bad. Mm, you know the rest. I just said it, so I don't want to say it again. But they are. 
I always get compliments on it. And the watches for women are hot items too. There you go. There's Miss Paula. There's a watch in that picture. Check that out. Watchrumble.com slash Bongino if you'd like to see Miss Paula's awesome, awesome watch. Joe's got an altitude with the green band as well. Yep. Listen, don't hesitate. Go check them out. They have no big time price tags. They don't need to. Their watches are crafted with the highest quality and they make a promise to you. Simple, well-made products you'll enjoy wearing. And most importantly, you'll get a ton of compliments on. You know how important it is to shop from brands you trust? Vincero offers free shipping, 30-day returns, guarantees your watch for two years. They have over 22,000 five-star reviews. You won't find a better-made watch for this uh, for this good of a price anywhere else. Don't waste money. It's not the time to be wasting money anymore. We all know that. You want a good-looking watch, people are going to compliment you and go to a Vincero. Like I said, my favorite is the Altitude Collection. It's a modern take on a pilot's watch, but it looks darn good. Check that out. It's bold. It's bold. This reminds me of like my G.I. Joe days back in the day. What? Oh, he can't see. Oh, there you go. Paul is giving me that. Show that up. These timepieces you'll enjoy wearing every single day. If you don't, Vincero will make it right. That's their promise. If you don't love it, they'll make it right by you. Go shop Vincero. Go to vincerowatches.com slash Bongino. That's V-I-N-C-E-R-O watches.com slash Bongino. Do not pay full price on these bad boys. Go to my link. Pick out your favorite watch and get a great discount right now. It's the easiest purchase you'll make all year. Vincero, V-I-N-C-E-R-O watches.com slash Dan. Oh, excuse me, slash Bongino. Vincero watches.com slash Bongino. One more time. Vincero watches.com slash Bongino. Very important. Check them out today. All right, ladies and gentlemen, back to the show. The um moving on from that story, just be very concerned about this tech tyranny. It's going to get worse. And like I said, use alternative platforms because you're going to need them. But uh, moving on, we had uh the announcement yesterday of an indictment and one of the officers involved in the death of Brianna Taylor in a uh, search warrant service that happened at her apartment. Uh, this is in Kentucky. Many of you've heard about the case. Listen, folks, these cases are all difficult. And I, if I may quote the great Andy McCarthy, one of the most talented lawyers I know, he is also a Fox News contributor where I work. He said yesterday a line I want you to all keep in mind. I'll bring it up at the end, at the end of this segment again. Ladies and gentlemen, tragedies happen all the time. They do. They're not to be downplayed. They're not to be scoffed at. They're tragedies by name, making them tragic, obviously. Meaning bad things. Bad things we should all consider and think about. Why? Because when bad things happen, there may be a way to avoid those bad things repeating themselves in the future. That's why we, in the news business, and the commentary business, discuss bad things on our show, because we hope there's some either public policy or societal family-based proposal we can do to stop these bad things from happening again. Breonna Taylor's dead. Her death is tragic. But ladies and gentlemen, it's not an excuse for riots again, and it's not an excuse Definitely not an excuse for a misinformation campaign that's intentional to cause more riots to advance a political agenda. And it's happening again. We are running at a point right now in our country, unfortunately, tragically, intended to say it that way, tragically, where almost every police use of force incident that involves someone who is a minority turns into a misinformation campaign to get people riled up to burn down American cities. It's insane where we are right now. I'm obviously not questioning, matter of fact, I fully support everyone's right to protest, enshrined by our Constitution and our own morals. There's nothing more American than the act of protesting. That's how we got the, that's that's how we have America now. You have no right anywhere, morally, ethically, constitutionally, local law, state law, anywhere to riot and attack people and burn their property. You, I don't know where you think you got that right from, <clears throat> but it doesn't exist. Excuse me. So what's happening here? I'm going to give you the facts behind the Breonna Taylor case in Kentucky because you've been told a lot of things. Again, the basic facts, police were serving a search warrant a legitimate search warrant on the apartment of Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor is not named on the search warrant. Uh, excuse me. Uh, the boyfriend in the apartment was not named on the search warrant, but the apartment was. It was not the wrong door. The police were at Brianna Taylor's apartment where they were supposed to be. You've probably also been told that they served it and executed it no knock, meaning they didn't knock and say, police, police. Yeah. They just kicked the door. That That's is not true. Mm-hmm. None of those things are true. 
But you've been told that. Mm -hmm. Because why? Because groups out there, not committed to police reform or police accountability at all, they're committed to one thing, riots and destruction because they're Marxist terror groups have told you that. They went to Breonna Taylor's apartment to serve a search warrant. It was the wrong door. They didn't knock. They barged in and shot Breonna Taylor. That's not true. Do you understand that's not true? You're being lied to? This misinformation campaign is literally killing people as you incite people to riot and destroying their lives and causing there's there two cops were shot last night. In Kentucky, in these riots. Let's go to a very, again, sober analysis by one of the finest lawyers commenting on television now, Andy McCarthy at National Review. It'll be in the show notes. Again, please read it. Facts matter. Process matters. The second component of law and order, the order part, means process and facts. That's what that means. Headline, a just decision not to file homicide charges in the tragic Breonna Taylor case. Let's go through these elements one by one. The leftist media lunatics and other blue check marks out there and BLM Marxist terrorists want you to believe that, again, the police knocked on the wrong door, didn't even knock, kicked, excuse me, didn't knock at all, kicked in the door and started shooting the place up like it was tombstone. That is not what happened. Do you understand that is not a fact? That is a lie from Andy's piece. Quote, much of what you've been told about the case turns out to be not true. This is another hands up, don't shoot urban legend of police brutality. Attorney General Cameron in Kentucky explained that the police did not execute a, quote, no knock warrant before entering Ms. Taylor's apartment. They knocked and announced themselves as police before forcing entry shortly after midnight. How they came to be at Ms. Taylor's home with a search warrant based on probable cause that evidence of narcotics crimes would be found is part of the story the social justice warriors would have us omit. It needs telling. I'll get into that next. Do you understand the whether the warrant was just, I, I feel like I have to explain this just basically using my police background because there's so much misinformation polluting the brains of honest people out there. You can have a no-knock warrant signed off by a judge. What does that mean? When are they served? No-knock warrants are typically high-risk warrants where the very act of knocking and saying, police, search warrant, someone will start shooting through the door and they'll kill you. Those aren't that common. They're not rare, but they're not that common. They're typically done, folks, when there's a history of violence, the guy you're arresting or woman you're arresting, it's their third or fourth time. They've resisted arrest four or five times. They have a known history of weapons possession criminally. You get what I'm saying? You're not going to knock and say, hey, police, you know, because they'll shoot through the door. Are they overused sometimes? Yeah, I'm not going to deny that either. Probably deserves a bit of a review, especially for the libertarian side of me. Eliminating them? Really stupid idea. There are cases they are perfectly viable alternatives. This warrant may have been issued as a no-knock warrant. It was not executed as one. Do you understand that? Mm. The left is purposefully is, is, is conflating those two variables to make you believe the police didn't even knock and just kick the door in. Right. The warrant could have been a no-knock warrant. That doesn't mean it was executed that way. And in this case, it was not. That is not a fact. It is a lie. The police knocked and announced and said they were the police. How do we know? Witnesses corroborated that they heard police warrant. Just because you have a warrant that gives you the ability to no knock and, and, and breach the door does not mean you're going to execute it that way. And in this case, they didn't. They executed it as a standard knock and announce. Police announce search warrant. That's just not true. That's just not true. Again, if you believe in law and order, the second portion of that order, order is always left out. We know what laws are. Law. We need laws. Good. We have laws. The order portion, portion means process, means review based on facts of tragedies. The facts, so we don't repeat them. 
If your solution to the Breonna Taylor case is let's eliminate no-knock warrants, you're basing it on a lie. This was not a no-knock warrant. Do you understand that? That's not process. That's stupidity. Let's prevent tragedies like this in the future by banning no-knock warrants. Sir, this wasn't a no-knock warrant and the execution. Don't tell anybody that. I need to make a political argument. That's your idea of solving problems? Solving problems not related to the tragedy you're trying to prevent? Gets worse. Some people suggest to you, oh, they were at the wrong door. And, you know, Breonna Taylor had nothing to do with any of this. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, again, the death of Breonna Taylor is tragic. There's no, this, just stop right there. But please stop suggesting that there was no connection to this warrant looking for drugs at all. That's not true. Again, from the McCarthy piece, facts matter. At 1240, the police knocked on the door and announced themselves as police. Here we go. These two police officers, oh, excuse me, uh, Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend, this guy Walker, Mr. Walker, were startled out of their sleep. Walker was a licensed owner of a Glock, said he didn't know it was the police at the door, speculated it could be the ex-boyfriend Glover, who was suspected of drug dealing, breaking in. For their part, the police expected Miss Taylor would be alone. They hadn't even seen her now boyfriend, Walker, enter the dwelling with her. So there's confusion here, folks. Can we all agree? It was dark, and there was a long hallway between the bedroom and the front door. There was screaming. Walker, the new boyfriend, fired as one of the officers came through the door, striking him in the leg. So Brianna Taylor's boyfriend fired first, severely wounding him. These two other officers returned fire into the hallway in the general direction of where they believed the shooter was. When the smoke cleared, Walker was unharmed, but Taylor had been struck six times. FBI ballistics experts eventually determined that Cosgrove, one of the officers, fired the fatal shot. Tragic, folks. Clearly. Not to be diminished or downplayed. We give the police a lot of responsibility. Every use of force that results in a death must, in a civil society, be reviewed. Must, whether administratively or if criminal charges warrant criminally. If. But that review is a process based on facts. So suggesting that Miss Taylor, rest her soul, was totally uninvolved with the warrant when the warrant was tied to her apartment because of her ex-boyfriend, Mr. Glover, who apparently there was probable cause there may have been drugs and money in that apartment, is just wrong. They were not at the wrong door, and they didn't execute a no-knock warrant. None of that is, in fact, true. And another key component of this is the police did not kick down the wrong door, no-knock style, and shoot up the place. They were fired at first by Miss Taylor's new boyfriend who, full disclosure of the facts, was a licensed owner. Says he was confused about who it was. I'm putting that all out there for you to judge. Process. Order. Facts. But suggesting the police kicked in the door and started shooting is false. That's fake. That's deliberate misinformation. The things I thought Facebook and the others were trying to prevent. Yet you can see it everywhere on social media. It's terrible police kicked in the wrong door, didn't even knock and started shooting. That's not true. None of that's true. One final point from this piece. Is this important? From Andy McCarthy. Again, facts, ladies and gentlemen. Process. Order. Civility. Final takeaway from Andy's article. Do you not have a final takeaway there? You're shaking your head there. Oh, there you go. Oh, sorry. When she was killed, Brianna Taylor was 26, a hospital emergency room technician who hoped to become a nurse. But over the years, she had gotten involved with Glover. This is the first boyfriend, not the boyfriend who was in the apartment that night. We've got to be clear on that. Glover's a 30-year-old, twice-convicted drug dealer. Though Taylor was never targeted as a sus was never a targeted suspect, the New York Times reports that Miss Taylor was entangled in the frequent police investigations of Glover. Taylor remained romantically involved with him, 
though he had spent years in prison. This is not a justification for any untimely death of Miss Taylor or anyone else. It's simply a restatement of facts in an orderly process to get to the facts so we can prevent tragedies like this in the future. And you suggesting that what? You're going to ban search warrants because it was served at the wrong door and it had nothing to do with Miss Taylor is not true. It did have something to do with Miss Taylor's relationship with this ex-boyfriend who was suspected and was a twice convicted drug dealer. You're just making the rest up because you're not interested in order. All right, on the other side of this break, I'm going to come back with a video showing you how law and order, again, we know the law part, the order part, process, facts, review, how the left and the BLM lunatics and the Antifa crowd, they're not interested in order. They already had a riot ready to go and a protest, what they want to call it, ready to go before they even had the facts in this case out and before they even had a trial. One of the officers, again, was indicted. I'll show you that video in a minute. Let me get to my uh, third sponsor today, our good friends at uh, Stamps.com. As we slowly adjust to a a normal, we need to be smart about how we do business. Luckily, there's Stamps.com to make things a little easier for you. Thousands of small business owners have discovered the tremendous benefits of Stamps.com in recent months. We certainly have. They've been able to keep their businesses running and avoiding the crowds at the post office all from their own computers. With Stamps.com, you can print postage on demand and avoid going to the post office. You'll save money with discounted rates you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com also offers UPS services with discounts up to 62% and no residential surcharges. You can't beat that. Stamps.com brings all the mailing and shipping services you need right to your computer in the comfort of your own home or office. Whether you're a small business sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or just working from home and you need to mail stuff, don't worry. Stamps.com, they've got you. They handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, or any class of mail anywhere you want to send it. When your mail's ready, just leave it in your mail for your mail carrier, schedule a pickup, or drop it in the mailbox. It's really that simple. Stamps.com is a no-brainer. It saves you both time and money. Right now, my listeners get a special offer. It includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Go now. Go to Stamps.com. Stamps.com. Click on that microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Dan, D-A-N. That's Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Dan. Stamps.com. Enter Dan. Okay. So um, in wrapping up this segment, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, I'm not going to mislead you here. I'm not suggesting that there should not be a significant legal review of this case and an administrative review. Someone died. I was a police officer. You've given us a lot of responsibility and we have to treat it responsibly. There's a two-way street. But lying constantly to fire people up, they kicked in the door and started shooting. They were at the wrong door. All of that is hands up, don't shoot. It's just made up. Here are the two takeaways from this story before I get to this video. Number one, again, to repeat the sage words of Andy McCarthy. Not every tragedy is a criminal offense, folks. Every tragedy is tragic, tautologically, by nature. But not every tragedy is a criminal offense. Tragedies happen all the time. Some are accidents. Some are misfeasance. Some are malfeasance. But not every single one is a crime. And definitely, takeaway number two, not every tragedy justifies a riot. No tragedy justifies a riot. A violent riot. These riots, ladies and gentlemen, are pre-planned chaos. It doesn't matter what happens in these cases. The people involved in these riots, I'm not talking about the peaceful protests, you know, and I'm not doing any kind of virtue say there are there are protests out there that have been peaceful. We don't deny it. We shouldn't that's it's ridiculous. But what's happening at night is not peaceful. What's happening at night are violent, chaotic, Marxist terrorist group-led violence, period. A lot of this stuff is pre-planned, ready to rock and roll. It didn't matter if they indicted these three officers on first-degree homicide, murder. It didn't matter. How do we know that? 
If you want to watch the video, go to rumble.com slash Bongino. It's our video show. It's free, of course. It's the free speech alternative, the YouTube. You can see this video I'm about to play. For our audio listeners, you can hear it in the background. I'll describe it for you. Play that video. Um, you see it? Check this out. There you go. Look at that. Oh, signs. Check that out. Signs out of the truck. There you go. Oh, more signs. Wow, there you go. Where'd they come from? Where are those spray, spray painted? There you go. U-Haul ready to roll. There's another sign. Wow, this is crazy. Everybody knows where to go, too. Weird. They do that. That's just really crazy. Everybody seems to know about that U-Haul truck. Oh, here they come. Here's more of them, man. That's... Uh, did you hear that? Now, our video uh, viewers, excuse me, you, you saw what happened there. A U-Haul truck. After the announcement by the Kentucky Attorney General about the indictment, the grand jury indictment of one officer involved in the case, two were not indicted. Right after the announcement, a U-Haul truck pulls up. You can hear it. Oh, go, go, go over there. You can see it again. And you'll see it. And look at that. Amazingly, there are already pre-printed signs in the back. Abolish the police. There you go. There's sign one. Everybody knows where to go to get their signs. There it is. Abol what does that say? Abolition now? Yeah, yeah. Abolition now. There's the other one. Um, there's another one. I don't know what that is. Antifa arrows or whatever that. I have no idea what that is. I'm not, I'm not hip to uh, racist nonsense symbolage like that is. Uh, so don't know. And everybody seems to know exactly where to go. Isn't that weird? The announcement had just happened. By the way, I want a hat tip. I think that's Julio Rosas from The Daily Caller. Uh, on that, I think that's his video. He does great work. If not, he still does great work anyway. Um, strange, right? How these signs out of a U-Haul that had already been rented, right? I don't think it was stolen. Already was loaded up, regardless of what Daniel Cameron, the attorney general, he could have announced 72nd degree murder charges against the drink. It didn't matter. The signs were ready to go. It didn't matter. U-Haul rented, signs pre-printed about abolishing the police. And shockingly, Joe, everybody knows where to go. This is what I haven't heard commented on on the television stations. Everybody knows where to go to meet the U-Haul and get the signs. Yeah. Pretty well plotted out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. 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 But don't worry. Listen to the liberal lunatics up on Capitol Hill that this is just grassroots, folks. These people just found the tarp and spray painted abolished the police because they're they're it's emotional. They're really upset. Um, actually, I don't know what they're upset about because they already spray painted the signs before the announcement they claim to be upset about. Tell me again how this isn't pre-planned chaos, please, one more time. All right, we need a little comic relief in the show today. Let me just read my last sponsor. They, you know, our sponsors, I'm always honored to have them on the show and I appreciate your patience as always. Uh, but we need some comic relief from President Trump because this has been a heavy show today and it's been a heavy 48 hours. But for all of you concerned about me, I just want you to know I'm good. I'm in a good place. Yesterday was a little emotional. It's just a lot to eat in one day. And uh, I didn't want you to email me concerned, of course, about, you know, as it becomes more visible, what was going on in my neck. That's why I put that out there. So thank you very much. I had a good night's sleep last night, too, thanks to our good buddies at Helix. They've always been a great sponsor. Uh, Helix Sleep. They make personalized mattresses right here in America, and they ship them straight to your door with free no-contact delivery, free returns, and a 100-night sleep trial. Take their sleep trial. It's not even, you're not giving it back. You're going to love it. We love ours. To choose a mattress, Helix makes a, a, made a quiz. It takes just two minutes to complete, and it matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. You go to a mattress store, you got a mattress made for someone else. How do you know? Because you just walked in the mattress store. I didn't know you were coming. Not Helix. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. You like a mattress that's soft or firm? You sleep on your side? You sleep on your back, your stomach, hot, cold? Whatever it is, Helix has a specific mattress for each and everybody's unique tastes. I took the quiz. You know what I was matched up with? A Midnight Lux Helix. Because I wanted something firm since I sleep on my side. I don't like sinking too much. I love Helix, but you don't need to take my word for it. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ, Wired Magazine, and Apartment Therapy. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Take their two-minute sleep quiz today. They will match you to a mattress customized for you for the best sleep of your life. I'd be lost without it. You got long days. It's like sleeping on a cloud. Right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders for our listeners. Just go to Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com. 
slash Dan for up to $200 off your mattress order. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. Go today. Okay. So, um, again, these heavy shows, it's always good to uh, interject. <laughs> when you say, Joe, you get to see these things in advance. <laughs> you always need some Trump humor. This guy is just a total outside the box press press holder of press conferences. Um, and some of his responses to questions are so priceless. I, sometimes I like sending these clips to Paula, even if I don't use them on the show, because she laughs in the morning and puts everybody in a good mood. So here's Trump at a presser yesterday, and he's asked a pretty ridiculous, dopey question, which, I mean, I'm saying the same thing twice. I said press conference, ridiculous, dopey questions. They're the same thing. So he's asked a question about uh, the Duchess of whatever, Meghan Markle, uh, who married Prince Harry. I don't know the whole, I don't really care. The, the Duchess of, <laughs> of your, what is it, Joe? Do you know Paula? Uh, Do you know what she's the Duchess? Is she the Duchess? Is she? I don't even know. She could be the Queen of England. I have no idea. I, I love my UK friends. I'm not into the whole monarchy thing. Yeah, not my know. bag of donuts. I know it's good for you. I prefer a constitutional republic, but have at it. So Meghan Markle, who married into the royal family, uh, is apparently like a full-blown lib, and that's great, whatever, do your thing. But she's apparently been telling people to vote for Biden. Um, you know, she is an American citizen, uh, and that's great. You say what you want. But um, I don't think anybody really cares about what Meghan Markle thinks. I don't think the whole celebrity royal thing is like a big, like, you know, Hillary Clinton, remember, had all the celebrity endorsements and she yeah. lost in one of the biggest electoral college landslides we've seen in a long time. Not sure that's a big one. So Trump was asked about it yesterday, and of course, as always, Trump's answer is absolutely priceless. This should be an Amex commercial. Priceless. Check this out. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle uh, chimed in on the U.S. election and essentially encouraged people to vote for Joe Biden. I wanted to get your reaction to that. I'm not a fan of hers. And uh, I would say this, and she probably has heard that, but uh, I wish a lot of luck to Harry because he's going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> I, tip, I tip news busters for that. <laughs> ah, that clip. He's going to, I love his face too. He's smiling as he says it. You know, I'm, I may not get to it. I'm probably not, but I'll, I'll definitely get to it on tomorrow's show. We're going to tape a little early tomorrow. Cause I have that thing up in New York, the procedure I told you about, but how this is what I'm going to talk about the, the, the Trump theory. What do I call? It? Oh, I have a, I have a, I have this section. I've wrote it down. The Dan Bongino theory of Trump the disruptor. You know, like Conan the Barbarian. Trump the disruptor. This is it. This is why Trump drives the media wild, insane with rage, because in the past they're used to asking questions like that and having candidly cowardly focus group tested GOP people who are not as nervy as Trump. Shall I say? Say, oh my gosh. Um, I respect the monarchy and the royal lineage and it's worthy of our dignity and respect. And, and Megan's perfectly entitled to her own opinion. And, you know, Harry really picked a winner there, Prince Harry. And uh, maybe after the election, we can meet and have a rapprochement and we can do some schmores over a campfire in my backyard. Not Trump. Trump's like, no, Harry's going to need it. Good luck with that one. Good for him. And it drives the media nuts because that's, what was that, folks? That was not a question. The media doesn't really care about Trump's response. The media lunatic who asked that wanted it on the record that everybody knows the royals don't like Trump. That's the only part. It's not a real question. Right. And then Trump turns it around and, of course, makes the woman face plant, the woman who asked the question, by answering in a way only Trump would. And it drives them nuts because she thought she had a winner. Let's get it on the record how much the royals hate Trump. What's actually on the record? Trump doesn't give a damn about your stupid question or Megan and then wishes Harry, good luck, buddy. You cut your hands full. And it drives them wild. All right, moving on. Hey, very rarely do my predictions come true so quickly. <laughs> actually, they do come true. <laughs> this is overnight. This is an overnighter. So to those of you who watch, we were almost at a million yesterday, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, viewers and listeners yesterday for one day. That's like a sick cable news. I think we're like beating CNN now. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I got to look that up. Seriously, Joe, we're like slaying right now. Thanks to you. You're the best audience in the business. But uh, for those of you who missed yesterday's show, it was um, pretty heavily trafficked. What did I tell you yesterday? I discussed 
So I just addressed the Trump disruptor theory. We'll do that again tomorrow because I got an important piece about it. But I have another theory about how the media operates. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Just quick, a quick review. When a Democrat scandal, you can't ignore Benghazi, the IRS scandal, Spygate. When you can't, you can't ignore it. I mean, you can try, but it's going to come out eventually. There are documents, emails, in Benghazi's case, four dead bodies. You can't ignore it. The way the media conditions the public to handle a Democrat scandal to decrease the effect of the punch is to just tap, 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 rather than a Mike Tyson kidney shot all at once. Because if you release all the devastating details all at once, like in Spygate, which we're still learning about, everybody's going to read it and be like, O-M-G, what the hell? They spied on the presidential campaign? So what the media does, keep in mind, you may say, Dan, why release it all? But they have to. The emails will drip out and eventually the public will know. So what they do is, I discussed it yesterday, if you want a little more detail, they do what I call the drip, drip, drip strategy. Where they drip out a little bit of a troubling detail here on a Friday, then a little bit in two weeks. In other words, what happened with Mike Flynn and Spygate? Mike Flynn's guilty of lying. All right, well, the FBI said he's not guilty of lying. All right, the FBI was going to close the case a few weeks later. All right, well, the FBI hid information for him a few months after that. All right, well, the judge is friends with Eric Holder. After You get what I'm saying? By the time you hear the whole story, you forgot all the details. The drip, 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 drip strategy. What did I tell you yesterday? What did I say? Paula, what did I say? Did I not say with the Hunter Biden thing that came out yesterday, the Hunter Biden story about all the money he was taking overseas Chinese Communist Party, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, all the shady people he was dealing with, the corrupt Moscow mayor's wife. This is the vice president running for president now, Joe Biden. Former vice president Joe Biden's kid is involved in hardcore troublesome activity with enemies of the United States. And what did I tell you? That because it happened a while ago and the media hit it forever, they dripped, they dripped a little bit here and there. That when the story finally launched yesterday, I promised you that the headlines would be what? This is old news, folks. It's old news. They did it with Benghazi. They did it with the IRS. And now they're doing it with Spygate and Hunter Biden, too. They drip, 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 drip. And when the story finally breaches the dam, because they've been dripping it out for years, they go, old news, as Joe accurately brought up yesterday. Move on, folks. There's an actual leftist lunatic website run by lunatics called moveon.org, and that's their purpose. Move on, folks. We've already seen and heard about all this stuff. It only took, what, 12 hours after the show for the leftist lunatic kooks at BuzzFeed to launch this headline about the devastating Hunter Biden revelations. BuzzFeed News by Christopher Miller. Republicans' Hunter Biden report is filled with old, unsubstantiated allegations and debunked theories. <laughs> really? Jeez. They're debunked theories, Joe, like bank accounts. Yeah, and all right. Withdrawals and stuff, you know, actual bank accounts and, and open and Joe Biden on tape. The, you know, the debunked yeah. theory, Joe, of Joe Biden on tape demanding the prosecutor investigate his son's company get fired. It's debunked, in case you haven't heard. Oh, all right. Cool. If, if if debunked means confirmed, then yes, you're right. It's, it's debunked. <laughs> Keep in mind, neither Joe Biden or Hunter Biden are denying any of the allegations in the Senate report released yesterday about his kid taking money from enemies of the United States and dealing with unsavory characters. They're not denying any of it. They're just relying on complete canoes. As usually a first part of that word I have to leave out because it's family friend. Losers like the liberal deranged lunatics at BuzzFeed to run headlines like that. This is old news, folks. Unsubstantiated allegations and debunked theories. You realize that this is a BuzzFeed pretends to be a media outlet. This isn't even like what would what this old thing? You know those uh, the rags they put at the newspaper takeout uh counter at the supermarket, you know. Brad Pitt impregnated this woman with a Martian baby. Uh, tabloids, this isn't yeah. even that. Mm -hmm. Like that, you read and you laugh. You're like, oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. This is BuzzFeed pretending to be a real news outlet. None of it's debunked. It's on tape. None of it's unsubstantiated. There are actual bank records. 
And it's only old because you guys did the drip, drip, drip thing. And now you're doing exactly what I said. It only took 12 hours. I warned you yesterday. Go watch yesterday's show. I did not see that BuzzFeed headline before yesterday's show. Let me show you this video. We'll wrap up the show on this today. I want to show you how devastating this is. Listen, I don't know what's going to happen in the election. Is the fact that Joe Biden and his kid are total corruptocrats going to change people's minds? I I don't know. I I don't know. But Joe Biden is not a good guy. He's a total corruptocrat and a snake and a liar. And he has been for 40 plus years. He is not a good and decent guy at all. You've been misled and I'm sorry. Showing you what a liar this guy is. He knows he's busted. Axios did an interview with him a little while ago on this topic. Axios interviewed Biden, and in a moment of stunning journalistic integrity, they made no effort to cover for this. This journalist asked real questions of Biden and watched Biden freak out about this, laughing. Joe, he gives your favorite. Joe, Joe, you got, can you play Come On Man first? Do you have that? Oh, play yeah, that. Just sure. warm people up. Come on, man. We need one. <laughs> that's go. Joe's favorite sounder. Come on. Well, Zoom. maybe next to Motley, who knows? Maybe Donnie Brasco. But the Joe Biden, listen for the come on, man. Joe Biden says, come on, man. Whenever he's frazzled, this reporter asks an honest question about Biden. And Biden, this is about a minute and 40 seconds, but it's worth your time. Watch Biden freak out on this. Check this out. To serve on the board of a Ukrainian energy company facing serious corruption charges, you were the vice president running point on Ukraine the average Joe hears that and says, that sounds fishy. What's your understanding of what your son was doing for an extraordinary amount of money? I don't know what he was doing. I know he was on the board. I found out he was on the board after he was on the board. And that was it. And there's nobody. Well, no you've had said, a lot of time. Isn't this something you want to get to the bottom of? No, because I trust my son. But that doesn't pass the smell test. Like when you're vice president, isn't there a higher standard? Don't you need to know no. what's happening with your family? Don't you need to put down no. some guardrails? unless there was something that was, there was something on its face that was wrong. There's nothing on its face that was wrong. So look, if you want to talk about problems, you know, let's talk about Trump's family. I mean, come on, this is, so (laughs) these guys are amazing. So you think that everything that happened was kosher? You know, there's not one single bit of evidence, not one little tiny bit to suggest anything done was wrong. You know that, but you keep asking me these questions. It's okay. He, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're doing what you have to do, but I'm not worried about it. Look, the American public knows me. You hear it? Come on. It's about Trump's family. No, no, it's not actually about Trump's family. They've been investigated up the wazoo. The infamous wazoo's back. We've had nothing. We've had a Senate investigation into Trump, a House investigation. We have had a Mueller probe. We've had Spygate and FBI investigation that has come up with what? A big donut. That's a zero for you liberals at home. Uh, Nothing. So Biden, who's terrified because his family's investigations come up with quite a lot, says there's not Joe. There's not even a single piece of information. No, Joe's right. It's not single. There's like a thousand pieces of information. Your son's money trail, contracts he signed, Blue Star Strategies emails, lobbying efforts to get people off who Hunter Biden was working with, who had corruption allegations, Biden on tape demanding the prosecutor looking into his son's company get fired, checks cashed between a corrupt Moscow mayor's wife and companies associated with Hunter Biden. You're right. There isn't one piece. There's multiple pieces of information. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy is a fraud. He is a fraud totally divorced from his deteriorating cognitive condition. This guy is a fraud and a liar. You vote however you want in this election. But if you're voting because you think Donald Trump is the bad guy with the foreign corruption problems, you are insane. The foreign corruption collusion issues we haven't had despite, what, 25 investigations into Trump? And yet, why is Biden so freaked out? Come on, man. Because he knows this stuff is real. And the money trail is real. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Don't miss tomorrow's show. I'm going to cover the Dan Bongino theory of Trump the Disruptor. Again, like Conan the Barbarian. Maybe That's the sequel. The third. Is there three of those or two of those? Conan the Barbarian was the second one. Conan the Destroyer. Trump the Disruptor, part three. 
Donald Trump is Conan. Do a little uh, weightlifting before there. I also want to talk about um, these wildfires in California, the media misinformation, how the media be clowned itself again. The media is rewriting their own headlines about the cause of the wildfire. I'm not kidding. I have proof of it. I'll show you. It's pretty interesting from the New York Times. Got that and a lot more. Please subscribe to our show on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino for the video show. It is free. My subscribers are blowing up. We're at 67,000. We added 4,000 yesterday. Rumble.com slash Bongino. No charge to you at all, folks. It's better than YouTube. Believe me. We really appreciate it. It doesn't make YouTube rich. Also, subscribe to my show on audio and Apple Podcasts and elsewhere. We really appreciate it. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.